What's up, everyone? For those of you who don't know me, uh, my name is Ben, like Chris said, um, and I'm happy to be back with you guys. It's been a long time away from you guys, and I've, I've been sad. Um, I don't really want more things in my pocket. Oh, by the way, if you have your phone in your pocket or probably in your hand, you can go ahead, you can turn that thing off or just put a face on the ground and don't look at it. Don't let that thing distract you um, from what we're going to talk about tonight, what the Lord has uh, for you guys. So last week, we started our new series called The You Effect. Um, Obviously, you can see that behind me. Uh, So Caleb started that off by talking about how the effect uh, that we have can be bigger than what we think it can be, right? That God can can use you and use your influence uh, greater than you you can imagine. Um, So we're just going to continue into week two. But if you know me at all, you know I fail a lot. I will make a fool of myself all the time, every day, uh, the stupidest, randomest things, I'm going to make a fool out of myself. Most of the time, um, if you're around me at, here at church, it's because Caleb will get in my head and convince me to try something that I have no business trying. And so I have a little video for you guys of just a bunch of fails from your, your youth staff, mostly me. But so if we look, these are all videos caught on the cameras around here, so let's see it real quick. So there I am. Oh, just fell out of my seat. All I did was fall out of my seat. Don't really know what was happening. All right, so we got Caleb showing off, all right? He dares me, Ben, I bet you can't do five spins. I was like, all right, watch this. (laughs) There I go, right? And don't really know what's happening or why that was in here, but all right, there it is. All right, there's another one. That's me in the Hawaiian shirt. Just wait for it. Wait for it. Just doing work, minding my own business. Oh, there go all the pots. Broken. A lot of them were broken. Plants were ruined. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to move things by myself. Nope, I'm not. Yes. All right, and I'm just like, oh, here's a table. Oh, yeah, there ended up being a hole in this wall right here. Caleb, jump up on that ledge. Nope. Nope. Let's see if we can make it. Oh, sorry, Heather. Oh, can we play that one again? Oh, no! For those, <laughs> that's Levi, and that's Kennedy in the stroller. Oh, there's Caleb dropping paint. We were actually painting at way too late in the night. This is Wesley, by the way. There he goes. And is it all of them? Yep, that's all of them, right? So a lot of us, all of us, we, we fail. And I love watching people fail. Um, and to be quite honest, I kind of like failing because I find joy in that moment because I'm laughing at myself. But what you saw in most of those clips is we were not by ourselves. Right? So when uh, I had the volleyball in my hand and I threw it and hit Heather perfectly in the head, that's because I had Caleb in my ear right here saying, you can't make it in the basket. You can't do it. You won't make it. And... Honestly, that's most of the things that happen is Caleb saying, hey, I bet you can't do this. I'm like, oh, watch me. Right? And, and so then things happen like that. Or I, I nail Heather in the head. I don't know if she forgave me yet. But, right, so I, we just fail all the time. I love watching, um, watching other people fail. Like, I know you guys will watch those videos of people just failing. Like, America's Funny Home videos where people fail time after time after time. And you know what's going to happen, but it's still just so funny to watch. But if you really look at all those videos, is you see there's more than one person. 
You see, there's a group of people, and probably those people who aren't doing it influence that one person to go do it. They were in that person's ear saying, hey, you can't do that. You won't do that. Don't try it. Like, I bet you couldn't do it. Right? And we see that person go and do it, and they fail. And so I love watching those videos. Um, but what I really want to talk about is that group behind that person. That group behind that person who is going to fail is really what I want to talk about uh, today. And so we're going we're gonna to be in the book of Acts today. Um, and so a little background about, about Acts is, ooh, <clears throat> about Acts, is that this is the beginning of the church, that Jesus has gone into heaven. Um, and in the beginning, we see the disciples waiting. That Jesus said, hey, wait for the Holy Spirit to come upon you and then go. Then go out. So right before this, the, the, uh, the disciples are waiting in, in the room uh, with the locked doors, and, and they feel this, this like wind just come through. Right? And that was the Holy Spirit coming upon them in that moment. And then what they do is, is Peter, right? We all know who Peter is. Peter is, is famous for making a giant mistake of denying Jesus three times, right? We knew that was going to happen. We see Peter, millions of people have read Peter fail. And Peter gets up in front of thousands of people and preaches to them. Basically saying, hey, like the, the person that you just crucified, the person that you, you have heard has risen from the dead, yeah, he's actually the Messiah. Yes, he's actually uh, the, uh, God's own son that, who came here on earth to die for your sins. Right, and so that's where we're going to pick up today. Is in Acts chapter 2, verses, uh, we're going to start in verse 37. Before we get into that, I just want to pray real quick. Uh, so Jesus, I thank you for today, Lord. I just thank you for this time together, Lord, um, that we can just gather here. Uh, so today, Lord, just dive into your word. Lord, I ask you to speak through me, Lord, that these students would have uh, open ears and open hearts, Lord, that they would accept um, and hear the words that you have to tell them. Lord, I ask you to help all the small group leaders tonight, Lord, that um, you would use them to guide the conversation as well. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so Acts, if you have your Bibles, if you don't, I put it on the screen for you guys. Or actually, I didn't put it in a PowerPoint, and they're doing all that, but that doesn't matter. All right, and so it says, all right, so this is the people that were in the crowd. This is them responding in this moment. And it says, when the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off, uh, for all who are, whom the Lord our God will call. With, uh, with many other words, he warned them and pleaded with them, save yourselves from the corrupt generation. Those who, accept, who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Right, so Peter got up on this stage and Peter preached to thousands of people. Or it says and that they were so moved, it says that they were cut to the heart. That when you're cut to the heart, it's this feeling of, of like, um, ooh, I lost the word right in the moment. Of you just have this, this like you're like sorrowful, like you're you feel the pain, like, oh shoot, like what did I do? Like when you get in like serious trouble with your parents, and you're sitting there like, ooh, like I need to go change something. Like what I did was not right, I need to go change something. And those, so this was the feeling that they had. They had this feeling of, ooh, like what we just did, what we did to Jesus was completely not right at all, and something needs to change. And so they asked Peter and the other um, disciples, like, yo, like what should we do? And so Peter tells them, hey, go get baptized. Like, go, go be forgiven of your sins. Um, 
And so we see Peter, just this, this average guy, this guy that we have seen fail many times, um, gets up in front of thousands of people. That he, he, he let God use him in that situation. But Peter's actually not who I want to focus on today, even though uh, we could. But if we continue through Acts uh, in verse 42, it says, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to, breaking, uh, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Right, so this is now talking about those people who sat there in the crowd and said, hey, Peter, what do I do now? Those people who were cut to the heart, didn't know what to do next, who asked Peter that these, this is who it's talking about right now. Those people that they got together. And together, that it says that the Lord added to the number daily those who were being saved. And so you look at it, you look at, at what did they do. It says that um, these were together, they had everything in common. They sold their property and possessions to give to those who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Praising God and enjoying all the favor for, of all the people. That what you see uh, said in those um, was that they were always together. That it says that they could continue to meet daily in the temple courts. That they broke bread, they had fellowship with each other in their own homes. That it wasn't just something that they did in the, in the, in the temple courts, but what they did in their own house. That it wasn't just a once a week thing, it wasn't just a once a day thing, or I mean, just a once a week, once a month, once a year thing. That this was a daily thing that they did. It says that they were together, they did all these things, they had all these things in common, they were on the same mission. That these people were like, hey, we need to do something. But instead of trying to be that one person by themselves, it says that, that they had these groups together that they met together in their homes, they, they met daily in the, in the temple courts, that, that what they did, they weren't alone in. That they were constantly together. What I want you to think about real quick is that back in these times, is you got to realize that these people were probably scared for their life. That these people were fearful of standing up and for telling people about Jesus. Because... They were scared for their lives. They were scared that they were going to be killed for teaching about Jesus. But yet they did it anyways. That they got together. They said, hey, I can't do this on my own, but if, maybe if we come together that we can do it together. And God took that, that group, those groups of people, and they started, uh, basically they started the church today. They helped spread Christianity across the whole world, that their message is, um, that we read about what they did in Acts would be read, would be read by millions uh, and billions of people. That they're going to be credited for the spread of Christianity throughout the world. That these groups of people, these new believers, who, who just happened to hear Peter's message. That they were so hurt by what they heard, they, they just felt this call to action. 
that they said, hey, we're not going to do this anymore. We're not going to sit here anymore and say, hey, Jesus wasn't real. Jesus was a crazy guy. But they were going to say, hey, Jesus is, is, is God. He's God's own son, and we're going to do something about that. That we can't just sit back and, and hear that, that we need to go share that with people. And how God used that group to spread Christianity across the world. He used average, ordinary people to make this giant impact, this giant influence, and that's not what they were doing it for. They weren't doing this saying, hey, I'm going to become famous. Hey, watch how cool I am stepping out and going, sharing about Jesus. But that's not why they did it. They didn't do that for, for the, the crowds of people that would follow them. They did it because of, of the love that they had for Jesus. Because they knew what was right, and they said, hey, something has to change now. That we can't keep doing what we're doing, and that something has to change. And so last week, as we, as we talked about using our influence, and I know a lot of you probably sat here and were like, hey, like that's scary to do. Like, how am I supposed to go out? How am I supposed to go stand up to people? Like, I, I like, I want people to think that I'm cool. I want people to think I'm popular, that, that I'm a fun person. And a lot of us, this is, this is me included, that, that I was the same way. That I was like, hey, I don't want to stand up. Hey, like, I know what they're doing is wrong. Hey, I, knew, I know what they're doing it goes against what my morals are telling me to do, but I'm going to do it anyways because I want to be cool, because I want to be liked. I want to be popular, so I'm going to go do that. But that's not what these people did. These people said, hey, no, forget that. I'm going to go walk to the floor. I'm going to go against the crowd. I'm going to step out. But they did it with their group. They did it with their people. And so what we're going to do later tonight is we're actually going to break off into our small groups. And how there's a purpose that we have for you guys in these small groups. We're not just saying, hey, we want people to we're just going to put people random places. Well, there's a point to your small groups. There's a reason that, that we have you guys meet in these small groups. So that you guys are, are the same gender, the same grade, and a lot of you go to the same school in your small groups. That a lot of you see each other in school and don't say a word to each other. A lot of you put your head down, don't even pretend like they're there. See, the point of these small groups is to help you guys, to have you guys have this accountability, to have these, these other Jesus followers that you see in your daily life. So you have them and you, and you know who they are. You can identify them in school. But see, the influence that we have, the influence that, that God has given us the ability to have, requires us to, to be bold, it requires us to stand out, to go against the crowd and the easiest way to do that is in our groups. Yeah, sometimes you're going to have a guy like Peter come up who's just going to preach to thousands of people and thousands of people are going to give their lives to Jesus. But if you actually look at the big influences in the world, the big trends that are happening, it actually started with a group of people. It actually started with this group of people who came together who, who were like-minded and said, hey, let's create something different. Let's create something fun fun and cool. And so guys, your, your Christianity, your walk with Jesus is no different. It takes your group of friends to be like, hey, let's be different. 
Let's actually stand up for what we believe in. Let's actually walk against the crowd. Let's go out and let's tell people about Jesus. Let's be bold in our faith. But it takes that boldness together. It takes you having your group of friends, whoever they may be, your small group, whoever, and saying, hey, let's change. Let's use our influence for good. Because trust me, it's a whole lot easier to do when you're in a group than when you're by yourself. So as you go through school and you, and you see all these faces that you see on, uh, on Sunday night or Sunday morning, don't just put your head down and walk away, but to say hi. To be intentional with each other, to, to say, hey, let's change. To find your friends who, who, who are Christians who are just like-minded like you, who have the same morals as you, and say, hey, let's keep each other accountable. Let's not get caught up in trying to be cool and trying to be popular. Let's do something different. So as we break off into small groups, that's what we're going to continue to talk about. Is how, how can we as a small group and, and as our friend groups go out into, into school, into the world, and, and make a difference? How can we influence the world as, as, as our small group? As our group of friends, how can we go out and how can we influence the world? I'm going to pray for us and we're going to head out. Jesus, I just, I just thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for, for the ability that we have, Lord, that the influence that, that we have, Lord, but I ask you to help us to use it, Lord, that we would use it wisely, Lord, that we, we would use it to glorify and to honor you. Lord, that you would help us identify our friends and, and people in our small group, Lord, that, that we, can, we can come together with. Lord, that it wouldn't just be this Sunday night, Sunday morning, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, whatever it may be, Lord, that it wouldn't just be a once a week thing. Lord, that we would go out, Lord, and, and that we would just share about you. Lord, that we'd be willing to, to step out um, from the crowd, Lord, and to walk away. Lord, we love you in Jesus' name.